My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful! We have the right to peacefully assemble! The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Hey, welcome back. Sorry we're a little bit late. We got a late start on things. We have some exciting guests that are going to be joining us here in a minute. But before that, I want to talk about what we're dealing with right now across the country. There is election fraud news uh, breaking across the country. And they, they would like to keep us from it. On top of there being election fraud news, there are people that are out there that are supposedly fighting for the American people, telling the American people that you need to stay at home, you need to let somebody else handle it, that, hey, we, we can't actually confront it, they can create false flags, they can create false media, they can lie about us. I'm going to tell you right now. They are going to come for our elections. They are going to try and steal our elections. And when they do that, we have to make a decision on whether or not we're willing to just hand over our nation to these tyrants and evil people. It is not, this is not conjecture. It is not a theory. We are not making things up. And today I had an opportunity, which we will be airing the entire, the entire interview but I had, an, I had an opportunity to meet with a, he calls himself progressive, media journalist, and he asked me questions about the election. He asked me questions about things that we're doing and what's happening across the country with organizations that we're connected with at FEC United. But before, we, before I go any further into that and talk about what the radical left is doing and some of the breaking news that's coming out of Pennsylvania and uh, things that are coming out of uh, Stephanie Lambert and things she's doing out of Michigan. I finished the, the commercial for DCF Guns, and I told somebody asked me if I was going to put a flamethrower in it. Apollo, we put a flamethrower in it, right? You did, and it works so well. And it is epic, and it's funny. And you got to watch it all the way to the end. But let's go ahead and play it. This is, and you know what? It's my show, so we get to play this one-minute deal. It's kind of funny. It's a commercial for DCF Guns. Let's go ahead and play it. Hi, I'm Joe, Supreme Leader of DCF Guns. What is DCF Guns, you ask? We're the best damn gun store and range in the universe. Do we have guns? We have all the guns. We got small guns. We got big guns. We even have beastly guns. We offer all types of training, and we have five ranges across our three locations. I'm a good shot. And of course, we have all types of ammo. We even have flamethrowers! Woo! We offer incredible membership opportunities, and members save even more on guns, ammo, and accessories. Military, both active and retired, and first responders get up to 40% off memberships. Come join the DCF family today, where we keep the range hot and the deals hotter. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I probably won't get an Emmy for that, but it was a really good commercial, and I loved it. It was fun. Um, I don't, I don't know some of the questions that are being asked. I don't know the answer to those. So let's jump into it. Let's get into this really quick um, because then I want to bring our guests on. the The Chinese Communist Party is tied group is run midterm election observer program in swing states. I don't know if you guys have seen this. Apollo, have you seen this? Yeah, it's a little bit uh it's a little bit mind-blowing especially how they want to spin everything right now. Th this is unbelievable. Um let me just walk through this if you, if you would. 
The Carter Center will deploy nonpartisan election observers in Fulton County, Georgia, for the upcoming midterms. The group is also combating election, quote-unquote, misinformation in states, including Arizona, insisting there is no evidence of fraud. That is a lie. It's not a little lie. It's a massive lie. It has long track record of working with Chinese Communist Party-funded influence groups. Of course, why wouldn't they? The Carter Center is partnered with the Chinese Communist Party on election oversight in China. The other prominent partners of the Carter Center include Pfizer, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and George Soros Open Society Foundation. This, people, is everything that is happening right now. This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. And get ready for it, because this election is going to, is going to make 2020 look like a walk in the park. The Carter Center, which is partnered with several communist uh, party-funded foreign influence groups, is dispatching nonpartisan election... Nonpartisan. Let's get that. Nonpartisan. Working with China and Soros and Bill, uh, you know, genocide gates. Election observers and sponsoring initiatives to combat election misinformation for the uh, November 8 midterms, War Room can reveal. The center, founded by its namesake, former... Uh, President Jimmy Carter has also signed agreements with the Chinese Communist Party, Ministry of Civil Affairs, and cooperate on ministering, administering elections in China and has invited CCP officials overseas to observe elections in the U.S. The Carter Center's ample ties to Beijing have been repeatedly flagged by U.S. lawmakers and it has worked with several groups operating under China's uh, united front. Multi-billion dollar political warfare operation. The United Front has been described by former CCP chair Mao Zedong as a magic weapon to ensure communism's victory over democracy. American officials have also identified the effort as working to co-op and neutralize sources of potential opposition and influence foreign governments to take action to adopt positions supporting, uh, supportive of Beijing. Go ahead and take it down. Remember what I said before about NGOs working in concert to create chaos so they could take over parts of our country. They did it in 2020. That's why they released this biological weapon in the COVID that we know where it came from, Wuhan, China. We know that it was game of function. We know that uh, Anthony Fauci was at the head of that. We know that that piece of trash also was responsible for all of the fake science on the AIDS and HIV. But this is concerning. This is super concerning. We're gonna go through some other stuff as well. Konek CEO, uh, Eugene Yu worked for the Chinese Communist Party. And again, this is uh, Kanakoa the Great put this up. This is on his Substack. you can go check him out there. But the US election software CEO managed the Gongzhou uh, development zone and his Chinese subsidiary developed electronic voting systems for China's National People's Congress for nearly two decades. I'm not gonna tell you the connection between this company and Dominion Voting Systems, but there is a significant one. And, and it all centered around these, these small groups and places that they went. Uh, you guys don't know this, but in 2010, um, Dominion Voting Systems, which was then at that point just being acquired by Sequoia, um, was at a conference in Wuhan, China. I'm going to tell you who actually went there, but I'm going to make sure that I have all of my receipts before I do that. This is just to let you know that everything centers around this ability to have this world government that seems to just center around China, seems to center around some really bad people, not just here in the United States, but across the globe. So before we go any further, I'm going to just pop out of this for a minute. We can go back to this at the end because I want to make sure we get all of this in. We are joined by special guests. And I, w I want you guys to know that uh, uh, you know Stephanie Lambert um, has been working on this nonstop since November of 2020. Uh, Tony Shoup is the CEO of Audit the Vote. And I, I need you guys to understand that the information you're about to hear, one of which is going to be breaking because it's a lawsuit that's coming out. Do we have some? Is anybody else with us, or are they just the two with us today? Uh, we have Stephanie, Tom, and Tony. Oh, Tom's here too. Okay, Tom. I didn't know if he was coming on. Uh, let's welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. How are you guys doing? Doing good. That's 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 all the excitement you guys can muster when you're filing a new lawsuit, Tony. You're 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 going after um, the the kind of the kingpin a hole in Pennsylvania. Tell us about this new lawsuit. This is kind of breaking. It hasn't happened yet. It'll happen imminently. Correct. Correct. 
So Attorney General, he happens to be the Attorney General of the state of Pennsylvania running for governor on the Democratic ticket, chose to, about a month ago, put me on his political campaign defaming me, calling me a conspiracy theorist for talking about Trump's baseless claims of election fraud, and he labeled me as dangerous. And he has done it three times now, and today he put out an email to his entire campaign email list with just just things that are boggling to the mind. I'm a mother. I'm a private citizen. I have three small children. And he's choosing to make me a target in Pennsylvania for exercising my First Amendment rights of free speech by questioning the 2020 election, which the news is, which your audience already knows probably, is that our claims of potential election fraud are in fact not baseless at all. In my organization, Audit the Vote PA, if you go to our website on AuditTheVotePA.com, you'll see what we found. The voting anomalies that we discovered, the canvassing effort that we did, there's nothing baseless about it. And yet he's choosing to use me as a pawn in his political games and defame me. He's, he's doing character assassination. The things that he said about me today in his email are just flat out an assassination of my character. And thankfully, Tom and Stephanie stepped up to help me, and I'm just not going to sit back and take it. So... So you're going after him. And by the way, it's really interesting that you did that because our lawyers are going after all of the media people. They're going after the people like um, in Colorado. We have this guy named Matt Crane, whose wife worked for Dominion for 20 years. We're just going to go after him. We're going to start suing everybody collectively and independently because, frankly, it, it's absolute horseshit that they get able to get away with what they've gotten away with. Right. They've, they've totally called agree. it. They've called it baseless. They've called it frivolous. They've called it uh, conspiracy theorists. Tony, is the stuff that you've uncovered, is it conspiracy? <laughs> I guess it could be considered conspiracy, but it's anything but baseless. This is information coming directly from our state's voter rolls. Our state certified the election with over 700,000 more ballots cast than voters who voted. That's on record. They can't deny it. To date, we have over 120,000 more ballots in Pennsylvania that were cast in the 2020 election. More than 120,000 ballots cast with no voter attached. Those are called unreconciled votes. There's nothing baseless about that. We canvassed in 12 different counties. The anomalies we found range from a 78% discrepancy rate in Allegheny County down to the cleanest county we found had a 37% discrepancy rate. When we asked three basic questions, did you vote? How many people are registered to vote at your address to the best of your knowledge? And how many of them voted in 2020? And the range of discrepancies, again, is from 37% up to 78% in terms of those answers, one of the answers to those three questions not matching the state-certified results in the 2020 election. There's nothing baseless about anything that I've shared, and so we're going to sue him for defamation, and in the suit, we're going to include all the evidence that has come out about the 2020 election that indicates the anomalies far outweigh the margin of victory. And this isn't the only state this has happened in. Has it, Stephanie? Tom? And by the way, guys, thank you for all the hard work you're doing for Tony and in the other lawsuits that you filed, both in Pennsylvania and in Michigan. Oh, I can't hear you. You're muted. I'm not getting audio from you guys. Not getting audio, not getting audio. Please fix that. There you go. There we go. We're happy to represent Tony. What's happening to her is absolutely disgusting by Attorney General Josh Shapiro. And he's doing this in his capacity as a candidate for governor. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, they're also the best gun store in Colorado. Uh, between a mar massive arsenal of top-tier firearms, competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off 
everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, but you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online, available to everyone across the entire country. With no warning, I don't know why. Give me one minute and I'll have it back up. For all uh, those of you who can still hear us, uh, just stick with us. If you can hear us, tell me you can hear us. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Sorry, the program literally just crashed in the middle of the deal. It crashed. Um, we will be right back. Break. All right. What? All right. Can everybody hear me? It's not live yet. The video is not live. You can probably still hear us on audio. You can hear us on audio. They Sound, but frozen video. Yes, you can hear you. Okay, they can hear us. All right, I, we don't know. Something just happened. Literally, it shut down our entire system, pulled the feed. So we're going to talk through this until we can, um, until we can get everybody back on. In the meantime, I'm going to kind of walk through as as Apollo gets everyone back on. I want to go through some of the other things that are that we know are happening. And let me just tell you that there's new information on patents and Chinese developments, ownership of patents. And th this is coming out of China. I do have Tony. Uh, Tony, back on? can you hear? Tony, can you hear us? I'm here. Yep. Okay. While we get everyone back on, Apollo, sorry, we don't know what happened. We literally uh, had it fritz on us, which does not happen very often, but always seems to happen when we start talking about things that are explosive like this. Um, let's go ahead and play while you get the rest of the stuff done. Let's play this video you send over, and this is uh, about two minutes long. Let's go ahead and play it. Right now, dozens of people are hand-counting ballots in the race for DeKalb County Commission District 2 after a candidate discovered a problem in the electronic tally. May 24th, DeKalb County, Georgia. Voters went to the Marshall Orson and Michelle Longspears. The end result from the Dominion machine showed Lauren Alexander received 34.67% of the vote. Turn up a little bit. Marshall Orson receiving 41.35% of the vote. And Michelle Longspears receiving 23.98% of the vote. In Georgia, if one candidate doesn't get above 50% of the vote total, a runoff election is automatically held between the two top candidates, meaning Michelle Longspears was cut out of the race. But Michelle Longspears felt odd about the numbers, so she visited different precincts to double-check the tallies. Guess what? She noticed that in some precincts she didn't receive a single vote. But how is that possible that a candidate with 24% of the vote total finds precincts where she didn't receive a single vote? While statistically alarming, the real surprise came when she realized there was not one vote cast for her in her own precinct. The same one where she and her husband voted for herself. Spears immediately demanded a hand recount of the results in Gawain. On June 1st, the results were released, and the difference between the Dominion machine count and the hand count was shocking. After the hand count, Lauren Alexander gained 355 votes, Orson lost 1,298 votes, and Spears actually gained 3,620 votes, making her the new runoff candidate. And here's the best part. When you add them all up, the hand count shows 2,810 votes more than the Dominion machines reported on the 24th. This is huge. In a small county commissioner's race, with 15,500 votes total, the Dominion machine tally was short by nearly 3,000 votes. What does that say about all the other races that were conducted on these very same machines? This is proof that the machines cannot be trusted. If Spears had not sounded the alarm, no one would have ever known. Okay, so do we have, is everybody here? All right, let me, let me just say this, Tony, let me ask you a question, it, it just sure. related to this specifically. Um, what would have happened had they, had they not looked at, into this at all? What would have happened? The candidate that actually got the most votes and won 
wouldn't have even been on the map and the wrong person would have been in office, not the people's choice. That's insanity. Okay. But why didn't they look at every other election because they were using the same machines? <laughs> why do you think? <laughs> but, but, that, but that's my point, is that there's no, there's no inherent logic to what they're actually saying. There's no, there's no logic to what we're dealing with right now. It's not as if they said, okay, this one was bad, so let's look at all of them. They didn't look at all of them, did they? Nope, and they're trying to throw under the bus anybody that questions any of this, paint us all as conspiracy theorists, nut jobs, so that nobody looks any longer. This is the problem that I have. Do we have screen? We're still trying to figure out. There we go. We got at least that part. I don't have Tom and Stephanie back, so I'm working on them. Okay. So t tell us about the lawsuit. You're, 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 you've done a bunch of work in Pennsylvania. You went and canvassed. Now you have kids. Do I have three small kids? They're eleven, eight, and five. So, why are you in this fight, Tony? Let's let's just get that out uh, out of the. Why are you doing this? Because of my kids. Because when I woke up in March of 2020, when the governor shut down the schools, and I started realizing there might be something more to the story, and what it appears as though it, a deadly virus. And I started realizing that things were not as they appeared. I thought, we are going to lose the republic. And if we lose the republic and our individual liberties, then we're going to become like every other socialist, communist country where we have no freedoms, we can't speak out, we can't worship as we see fit, and I can't let my kids grow up in a future like that. So I'm in the fight to save the republic. In my opinion, we've lost it, and we're trying to do everything we can to get it back peacefully, constitutionally, without bloodshed. Without bloodshed, but not without force, because it is going to take force. I believe it's going to take force. So, so you, you jumped in the, in, the, in the fight in March of 2020 or thereabouts. That morphed from that initial to, holy crap, they stole an election. Yep. I just started studying history. I read a book called The Creature from Jekyll Island. Talked about the monetary system and the Federal Reserve Act and explained why our money is the way it is. That was my first big wake-up call, and then I took a constitution class with Karen Taylor, my partner with Audit the Vote PA in the fall of 2020, and we figured out this is why our country is circling the drain, because we don't know our rights. 70% of Americans can't even name the three branches of government, and 80% can. can't name more than one of the five freedoms listed in the First Amendment, and I was in both of those categories at the time. So I took a constitution class, which blew me away, and I realized this is the fix. This is what we've got to get people. We've got to get generations of people educated rather than indoctrinated like they've been in our schools and our universities because the far left has taken over pretty much every area of our country over well, the last they, 50 years. And they use dog whistles. They use things like racist and homophobe and fascist and all of these words that have no meaning. They have no meaning. Now, they have a meaning to you and I because we know what these words mean. But to them, they're just dog whistles. They're just tools that they can use in their tool belt in order to try and convince and or get people to retract. I mean, isn't that really where we're at? They're just trying to push us back into a corner? Yeah, they just, our First Amendment right to free speech, they want to intimidate everybody and scare everybody so that we'll stop speaking out and using our voices as we have every right to, to use. So in November, when I saw what happened in the election, something, I just could tell something went wrong. Trump was up in Pennsylvania by 700,000 votes when we went to bed on November 3rd, and we woke up and the margin was drastically reduced. And when my organization kicked into play and we launched a petition for a full forensic audit in February of 2021, we just had some questions. We just said, here's the story of Pennsylvania. We saw tens of thousands of votes flip on live TV from President Trump to Joe Biden, the certifying the, the vote with more ballots cast than voters who voted, the Gettysburg hearing that Senator Mastriano had brought all of this stuff to light, baggies of USB drives being transported, obliterating the chain of custody inside of Delaware County. We had some questions and we just wanted some answers. Flash forward today, we got no answers. My group did a ton of investigation, brought out more anomalies, more inconsistencies, created more questions. And that's what I believe Josh Shapiro doesn't like, is he doesn't want these things coming out. And so he's, again, character assassination. He's trying to destroy me so that nobody listens to the work that we've done. And thankfully for Tom and Stephanie helping up to, stepping up to help me, we're not going to let him get away with it. We're going to sue him for defamation. And we're also going to include in the lawsuit the actual facts of the 2020 election so people can see that what we're saying is not baseless. I'm not a lunatic conspiracy theorist who's just pulling things out of thin air because I, I want Trump back in the White House. That's not it at all. We just want a free and fair election. Honest, transparent, open, free and fair election. Tony, would you? I need to ask you this question because it's a question that comes up quite often. I, I had an interview today with a 
progress. I'll call him progressive. I I'll give it to him. He, he hasn't proven me wrong that he's not more than progressive, but he calls himself a progressive journalist who said, why can't you leave well, well enough alone? And I'm like, well, I can't because I, I chase truth. And he goes, and so his, his thing to me was, well, you just want Trump in there. And I was like, I don't care if Mickey Mouse is, is president. I mean, don't we care that the voice, the actual voice of the American people is heard. And when it's not heard, that's when evil and the devil literally can creep into our society and there's no accountability. And isn't that what we have? That's exactly what we have. And you've seen too much. When you go door to door and you ask an individual at the House if they voted and they say they didn't, but you have the record to show that there's a ballot cast for them in their name, we can't unsee those things. No, no, you can't. Stephanie, Tom, welcome back. I have no idea what happened. Please don't ask me. We, we, it looks like we got <laughs> surge attacked or something. It was kind of a crazy deal because I took down the website too. Um, Sounds like it's a conspiracy to me. Maybe it was a glitch, <laughs> like the, these cyber attacks we yeah. have uh, <laughs> when the voting is taking place yeah, I think in the elections. One, I think that one of the most important things Tony said, we could hear her talking, although you couldn't see us, was that this is not about partisan, it's not Republican, it's not Democrat, it's not about Donald Trump. He's not going to be reinstalled. Nobody ever said it. Well, maybe some crazy people said it, but bottom line is, it's about fair and free elections. It's about this 22 election coming up and all the elections coming forward. In 2023, we have vital, important elections in Pennsylvania for every level of municipal government. And we just need to make sure that every legal vote is counted. But that's all. Not a, a dead people, not ballots stuffed into ballot boxes. We just want one vote for every person who's eligible to vote. And we need transparency. Well, look, it, they perfected. They haven't perfected it yet, but they've definitely done their quality assurance and quality control in real time with the American people in 2020, 2021, and 2022. We're seeing what happened in DeKalb County in Georgia. We're seeing what happened in Tennessee. We're seeing what happened in other states, Colorado, where they literally used this function in order to get to a fixed outcome, and they knew right away that they were just inject 50,000 ballots right up front, inject 40,000 ballots right up front. But nothing would prepare us for what happened in 2020. And yet here we are two years later, we still don't have answers. We still have, we still have people on both sides of the aisle that are pushing back on us. Why is it that people won't look at the evidence? Why are we dealing with this across the nation in the establishments and even in the media to say, we're not gonna give, you don't even have a voice. It's all misinformation, disinformation. Why is it with this much evidence and just a half of a brain cell, you can see the fraud so clearly? but they won't let, let anybody else understand it or investigate it. Because they've continuously run with a, a partisan narrative. I just interviewed a Democrat whistleblower regarding fraud in one location, and they said to me, you know, this is incredibly unpopular. Um, I'm afraid to come forward because I'm a Democrat. I'm not supposed to say that elections can be stolen. And so they're coming forward. We haven't revealed this yet. This is a different state. But um, this is really important because we need accurate elections. We don't want people like Jim Savage controlling our, our votes. We want each vote to be counted accurately, and it doesn't matter your political party. And that's what Tony wants, right? She just wanted to pursue what happened with the 2020 election, look into it. And look, she's a mom. Uh, she's worked hard for the people of Pennsylvania to do an audit. And she's revealed real evidence, and she's getting attacked by the attorney general of, of her state, but not in the capacity of attorney general that's supposed to be investigating. He's a candidate for governor, and he's attacking her, this mother, to uh, gain pu uh, publicity and money for his own campaign at sick. So I'm glad that she's standing up, um, not only for the evidence and to pursue accurate elections, but that she's not going to tolerate this man spreading lies about her. So, so this, what, what are you seeking in this defamation suit? Are you seeking any injunctive relief? Are you seeking monetary relief? Um, are we going to try and hit him as hard as we can in the pocketbook? And is it just you're going after Shapiro? Or are you going after his apparatus as well and the people in it and basically hammering seven or eight or nine or ten people that mimicked his, his deals, like the, like the media? I mean, if there's a, a new, I mean, Eric uh, Crapbag Coomer, you know, the Antifa guy that, that worked for Dominion, he sued me, but he also sued Trump and everybody else that talked about me. So is that, is that the same strategy? Are we going to mimic that strategy so we can get that lawfare out there and make them all pay? 
Well, at this point, Tony is suing Josh Shapiro, and she's suing for money uh, because he needs to pay for what he's done to her. Uh, he's spreading lies. He's the one lying. He's the one that's refused in his official capacity to investigate the fraud. He's the one who's refused to charge people that committed fraud. Um, I know, Joe, that you saw, what is the county where the prosecutor said, I'm sorry, with the ballot stuffing, we can't charge everyone, so we're just not going to charge anyone. We had that in um, Lehigh County in Pennsylvania in the eastern part of the state where they had evidence provided to the district attorney of many, and they provided the names and the evidence of the people stuffing the ballot boxes, like with numerous ballots. The DA took the evidence and said, yeah, that's a crime, but we're not going to prosecute it because since we can't prosecute everybody that did it, we're not going to prosecute anybody, even though they knew who it was that did it. So that's the message. You can drive down the freeway and get caught speeding, and you can say to the judge, I'm not guilty because you didn't charge everyone else who was speeding, and that's not going to stop anybody from speeding. That's why they issue tickets, so that you don't speed. It's an incentive. Same kind of thing. You, when you catch people, you're supposed to arrest them and prosecute them and penalize them pursuant to the law so that other people don't have the incentive to continue to cheat. This elected Republican DA said, it's fair game. Go ahead and stuff the ballot boxes. Well, we, we have people in 45 states that are actually watching ballot boxes. And are you guys doing anything similar to that, to watch the ballot boxes in, in, in different states? Yeah, that is happening in Pennsylvania. However, interestingly enough, uh, and I think uh, maybe uh, Tony may have uh, specific information on this one, we saw Josh Shapiro release a, uh, some kind of release uh, last week stating with some kind of hotline for people to call in to report the people observing the drop boxes and saying that they will be prosecuted for voter intimidation. Um, and I think there's a push for every DA in the in the state to really take these calls and investigate the people who might be innocently and legally watching the drop boxes from a fair distance, not interfering with people going to the drop boxes, simply watching and observing and videotaping to make sure that if there is people stuffing the ballot boxes, they can provide that evidence to appropriate law enforcement and law enforcement is turning around and saying, if you do that, we may prosecute you. And that's so Josh Shapiro in his role as attorney general while he's running for governor. So, so this is and the hack. So, so your job in, in, as attorney general, I mean, let me just, uh, Captain Obvious in the room. I don't have my Captain Obvious stuff. Somebody give me my Captain Obvious stuff. I don't have it. Okay, in my, play my song at least. You can play my song. You can play. <laughs> Here we go. Coming in. No, nope, you're not going to play it. All right. <laughs> all right. In my role as Captain Obvious, say, cue music, but we have like all these technical difficulties happening over there, so we're not going to be able to cue music. But you do have the, 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 the laughter one, right? Okay. We'll just wait on that. It, isn't his job to investigate crimes? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's but, but remember, so he was on the ballot in 2020, right? So he had an incentive to turn his head and not look at it, right? And convince everyone that they were conspiracy theorists and that he would go after them if they did look at it themselves. And he's doing the same thing yep. while on the ballot again, but even for a more important position. The governor of the and fifth largest state. Let me point out that in 2020, Josh Shapiro, as the attorney general, got more votes in Pennsylvania than Joe Biden. So think about that for a second. We're told that President Biden is the most popular president in our nation's history with 81 million votes. In the state of Pennsylvania, Josh Shapiro got more votes than President Biden. Okay, so let me just tell you how they do this with some sort of function. And, it, and it's an algorithm built in the machines. And by the way, if we got access to the, the code, we'd be able to show you how this is done, right? Simply, very easily. But... They literally just create ballots, put them through, and they just fill out the attorney general. And in other parts of the, of the country or state, they can just put them in and put them in for just Joe Biden. And because they're separated by different precincts, it's hard to track unless you get down to do hand counts. Well, on that note, Joe, that is why Tony, myself, and Tom have worked on doublecheck.org. Uh, it's an organization that's not raising money, but merely uh, asking people to convince their clerk to hand count the ballots before certification to eliminate FOIA requests and lawsuits and either catch fraud or by announcing that they're going to hand count, prevent it from taking place in the, in the first place. So uh, when you said that they stuff with ballots, that we have seen evidence of that, but we also have expert reports stating that the um, you can remotely see who's voting 
uh, at live um, with with the tabulator that the voter rolls on the tabulator and that they can replace the election file remotely as well. So it's really not even necessary to ballot stuff um, for some forms of cheating. There's different you know, ways to cheat and we have evidence of all of them. And you've discussed the Williamston, Tennessee where Dominion admitted that the source code was bad and they didn't count votes. Um, well, I know that you've heard that uh, some people just like Tony in Georgia found a number of different counties in excess of 65 uh, where the same error code was uh, revealed that the votes weren't counted. So uh, Eric Spikine is preparing a report um, on that. He's analyzed that raw data himself and his findings are consistent with what, with what has been revealed. And Eric's the expert that found the 25,000 fraudulent ballots in Arizona and had wanted to look at the paper ballots to confirm it, but the Attorney General never bothered to give him a call. And he also has the report out of Allegheny, Pennsylvania. So we have the, again, we have mounds of evidence, but they keep you away from evidence that confirms all the evidence that we need in order to make this solidified. Can't see the source code, can't see the ballots, can't inspect the paper. Here's the 25,000 ballots that aren't real. And oh, by the way, this is misinformation and disinformation. How do you guys feel about this? I'm pissed. But how do you feel about it? I'm not pissed it, at all. It's frustrating, Joe. <laughs> but I think that we've made a lot of progress. Uh, they wanted to call us crazy and make it go away, and that hasn't happened. More and more evidence comes to light every day. You put it on your show. Um, people, average Americans, have done FOIA requests, and that has been key to discovering what happened in these elections. And I think the Dakab, uh, Georgia video, if you put that up. That's really helpful. This woman uh, voted for herself, her husband voted for her, and she got zero votes in her own precinct. And so she demanded a hand count and she actually won her election. So that's exactly why these hand counts are really important in the different cases that we've worked on or evidence that we've been hired to look at. We see a trend of two, either two precincts that were messed with or two different locations. And so it doesn't take um, widespread fraud to change an election. It, it can be just a number of individuals involved in it. So that's why it's important to have accountability. Uh, of course, we advocate for a peaceful process. Um, I believe that they would very much like to take these conspiracy theorists and make them look crazy on November 8th and uh, cause issues that way. And so we always advocate well, that people are peaceful. Wait a minute. Stop. You can be peaceful without sitting at home on your hands. Correct. Correct. Okay. We so are, I want to. We are I'll, strongly advocating. Oops, I'm sorry. We are strongly advocating that everybody stand up and take a role. Some moms, like the Moms for America, that we we hoped that Clarice Schillinger could get on tonight to work. Who was working with this DoubleCheck.org, bringing the moms who were so interested in learning about what they were teaching their children, now getting an understanding as to how this voting process working and going peacefully, firmly to the voter registration offices and clerks and asking some very simple questions and just making the request that you do a hand count of the VAT ballots after the machine count before certification. It's all about standing up. Okay, but Tom, I got, I got to say this because I, I watched podcast after podcast after podcast saying they want us to have another January 6th and we can't do it. We, we don't have to be violent. But we certainly can shut things down. We certainly can get in all 50 states out there and shut everything down. Shut it all down. Shut down the highways. Shut down the byways. Shut down commerce. Shut down everything. Make it so that literally nothing can happen and we're not leaving until you actually do the right thing by the American people. That can happen without violence. But absolutely, there are plans that can happen without violence, and a hand count before certification would prevent any cheating in the November 8th election. Um, no. Well, so other than mail-in ballots. What's that? Other than mail-in ballots and ballots that are, you go print a thousand copies of one ballot and stuff it in there, or ADA ballots that are generated out of thin air into the phantom part where they can actually print ballots. I mean, there are programs inside, the pro inside there that allow for them in ESNS, in Smartmatic, and in uh, Dominion where they can print a ballot out of thin air. It's true, but 
the, even that fraud is caught by the clerk at times if they did a hand count because the ballot looks different. So if you look at the Spokane reports where these ballots are not printed from the Dominion PDF, that could be spotted. Will it always be spotted? No, um, but it's part of the process in detecting it before certification. So there, we don't see any harm in double checking the results, right? Um, right. So I think anyone advocating, you know, Democrat or Republican, I find that concerning. It's not that much work to count the ballots. And that's the right thing to do to reassure your community that you've certified an accurate number. I believe that Tony said it a times, that there was a cut death by a thousand cuts here. So there's a million different ways that they've done this cheating. So there's a million different ways that we all have to respond and everyone has a role. So all this litigation is part of the process. Tony's audits are part of the process. Doublecheck.org part of the process. And the biggest thing that you, you are accomplishing here is taking that voice out to say, Stop sitting down and just complaining about it and get out and do something, whether you, you go and go to your clerk, whether you start you know, doing whatever is being advocated, always in a peaceful fashion. But we have to, because they're cheating at every different level, at every different way they can, and we know that. Well, and we know that they went after the DA rules first so that nobody would have the, be anemic. I've talked to ADAs in, in areas where they know that there's election fraud. Right, the assistant district attorneys. And they're saying the same thing. I've talked to people that are in the AG's office in multiple states, and they're like, Joe, it, career suicide if I say anything. I can't say anything. But we have massive amounts of evidence, and we're not doing anything with it because the AG is compromised. These people are Democrats, too, saying the same thing. And we're sitting back with misinformation, disinformation from crap bags like Matt Crane and, and uh, uh, Josh Shapiro and others across the nation Wayne Williams, I mean, I can go down the line. Jenna Griswold, I can go, it's unbelievable. Phil Weiser out of, out, of, out of Colorado that are literally sitting on their hands and saying we can't do anything. And the people in their office are staring at the evidence. And so we know that they've been stealing at every level. But at the end of the day, I got to ask you this. Isn't it effective if we get 5, 10, 15, 20 million people that literally shut crap down? Just shut it down. And, and by that... I like the hand count idea, <laughs> okay, um, be because that would shut down fraud. And for everyone sitting at home wondering what they can do, you know, Tom and I didn't decide that we wanted to be election attorneys. We had different careers, and we fell into this and were asked to take unpopular causes on. And we need to convince people this is not a partisan cause because it's really not. So if you're wondering, you know, I don't like what's happening in my country, what can I do about it? You're literally the answer. You need to learn the election system like we had to. You need to go have those conversations with the clerk and a peaceful conversation. They always think they ran a clean election. And when you ask things like, well, do you, did you seal the machine? They say no. Did you configure the ballot? They say no. Did you look inside the machine before it was sealed? They say no. Do you know if it's connected to the internet? They say, I don't think so. Who gave you the password? The vendor did. But you go through a line of questioning and they really don't run their own elections. And a lot of clerks have actually put that in an affidavit for us and signed it and said, you know, I thought I ran a clean election, but it really turns out I don't do anything. It's just the vendor. I just push the buttons they tell me to push and it's not yes. a transparent process. Yes. So, so people sitting at home need to learn the process in their community and they need to go into their clerk and have a conversation and it might not be one conversation it might turn out to be 10 but they need to continue to have these conversations and work with people in their community to get hand count to make sure that the result is that certified is accurate yep and we've been able to in pennsylvania already get some of the counties convinced to do that york county has agreed to do a hand recount they're going to pick at random three precincts a small, a medium, and a large, and they're going to hand count the paper ballots right after the election before certification. And they've told us that if there are any discrepancies whatsoever, they will continue to hand recount more precincts. So we're making headway. I also want to add that we only in Pennsylvania had about 500 poll watchers statewide in the 2020 election, and we're going into these midterms with just now over 7,000 poll watchers that are going to be watching on election day. So we're getting small wins and we're making progress. People just need to realize this is a long game and that they need to get engaged. I also want to add that the DeKalb County video, those were Democrats. That was a Democrat county commissioner election. So this is definitely not a Republican or a Democrat issue. It's all sides. You, you know, I, I, I see the 7,000 poll watchers. We have a ton of them in Colorado as well. We have a ton of them in, in multiple states, Texas, uh, Arizona. I mean, there, there are a lot of people stepping out and getting involved in this. 
But my concern is, and, and guys, listen, I'm not trying to paint you into a box. I just want you to agree that at some point we can't get hand counts because the, the county clerks don't have enough courage in order to do that. We have the counties that do have enough courage to do it. We find out that there's improprieties in those counties. We try to then move that to, all right, let's do bigger counts to different places. We're right back to 2020 2.0, right back to the same place right back to the fact that they stole our voice and we have to just put up with it and hope the judiciary kind of takes its, its hold while they call us conspiracy theorists and election deniers and lock us up like this is, uh, you know, we're in Nazi Germany. At some point, do, doesn't it become an effective strategy not to be violent but to stand in the streets and literally say, we're not going home until you actually give us free and fair elections? I mean, isn't that a relevant way to make your voice heard as people? Well, Joe, you had a good point. Uh, the clerks are afraid at times, and there are a number of clerks that I've heard throughout the country that are not going to announce that they're doing the hand count. They're just going to do it after the machine count. And right. so they have the authority, the duty, the, it, it's their job to count the votes by hand, and they're going to do it, but they're not going to announce it because they want to be able to catch the fraud um, that takes place. So there's a lot of that happening throughout the country, and it's as, as a result of people in the community going to talk with their local clerks. So I, I'm actually very positive about the number of hand counts that are going to take place on November 8th, but more is better, right? So um, I think the more places that do the hand count, the more accurate result that takes place. But I think you're right that people do need to get involved in a peaceful way and you know demand that this election system change. We can't have vendor control. We can't have Secretary of States uh, acting like dictators. We need to have a decentralized approach um, at the most local level, uh, whether that's the city or township or in some states that's actually at the precinct that does the hand count before they give it to the city or township clerk. Yeah, Democrats and the liberals or the statists, the Marxists, whoever, have played this very well. They have put the threat of fear of God in everybody with all these false arrests and false allegations, even going after the moms last year and sending FBI agents. So now when you mention this to people quietly, like Steph said and Tony has said, 80% of the population at this point believes something was wrong, or at least 70%, but they're afraid to say it. And then we just go slightly, slowly to our audiences and say, start talking about it in your own families. No, oh, I don't want to talk about it in my own family. We have an uphill battle to get people to do what you're asking. We can't even get them to have that conversation in their own homes. And that's the first step. You got to talk to your relatives and your family and say, something's wrong here in America and it's about our culture and saving our Republic and not be afraid to get the, the relative angry. You know, we have to have those conversations and they have so frightened people that even getting that, that started is a challenge, but that's what we're doing this for. Okay, so let's, uh, let's, let's work the problem here a little bit. Let's kind of go back and work this problem. You have lawsuits in Pennsylvania still. You have lawsuits in um, Michigan. You're now dealing with another lawsuit where you're having Tony Sue, um, Josh Shapiro. You heard it here first, by the way, Josh Shapiro. You're a piece of crap, and I hope that she takes every dollar you have and makes you a homeless person. Sorry. And then you can go get some really good government cheese. I said it out loud. What is the, what is the process by which we can we can band together, unify together as people across the nation? And I've always had this uh, this trouble because everyone has the the holy grail, right? You have you know the America Project's doing some great work, doing some stuff over there. You have Matt uh, the Perno is doing his stuff, but he's been relatively quiet about election fraud too, going into this last part of his of his uh, term, right? The last part of his his run. You got. General Flynn out there, you got the reawaken. Why isn't everyone coming together and starting to realize that it's going to take all of us standing, talking the same language, talking the same lane to get people engaged? Because otherwise, it, fra it looks fractured. So can't we, if we go all in the same lane, what's stopping that from happening? It's the very conservative mindset of people. Our strength is our weakness. Well, I would agree our with individual, that. Yeah, and I, I, I don't know. The, there's, there's, you know, uh, there's a lot of mistrust with people too because of bad actors and grifters that have gone into this process and then anytime someone steps up to say they want to get involved then they got to worry about not only the threats from people like josh shapiro but also even who internally is actually doing this for the right reason so that also slows us all down with coming together as well 
Patriot infight. I see it all over the state. There's infighting in every single county you go into. And I think at the end of the day, we've got to lower our egos and realize that we're going to lose the country if we don't. We've got to come together and find a common ground and put everything else aside and realize that everything is on the line here. We've got kids. We don't want them to grow up in concentration camps. The egos have to go down and we've got to come together at some point. I agree. All right. So how do you, how do you get past the rhinos that literally have a loud voice and walk around with the establishment money? basically taking shots and indicting the character of those people that are standing up, the America First people. Well, that's a long-term process, but it started in Pennsylvania with a lot of the uh, stopping the money to the party, first of all, and giving to individual candidates. And we've had some success in Pennsylvania in our primary where we got rid of some of the most powerful Republicans in the primary process. It's a process that's going to take a couple cycles, but we got rid of the appropriations share of the Republican Party in the Senate this year by winning by 19 votes, and that's a, that was a huge win, and that sent shockwaves across the Republican establishment. I actually was receiving phone calls from many of the leaders in the Republican Party, please stop, what are you doing to us? I said, no, no, you need to stop, and you need to listen to us, and you need to pass the rules, or the, the laws that, are, that we're asking you to pass, and stop being afraid of Tom Wolf. Yeah, I don't understand the fear part. I really don't. I don't understand it. I mean, because they're afraid of losing their pensions and hopefully we're going to get rid of them in this cycle and next cycle. And we're going to have, you know, uh, all these long termers out. But there's been no accountability of anyone being held accountable for stealing elections for the last two years. Look, I'm being devil's advocate here for you guys. Right. And gals, I, I'm, tr I'm trying to be the, the person that pushes back against you and says, hey, listen, wh who has gone to jail? No one. No one's been held accountable. So what makes this any different? Like what, I mean, people are out there going, for, they're frustrated, they're thrown in the towel. Like, hey, screw it. This country is going to hell in a handbasket. Don't, not recognizing hell in a handbasket, this is nothing compared to what's going to happen. But, I mean. Yeah, and that, yeah, Joe, I just, I disagree with that. I do. Uh, you know, I was asked, like, you know, early 2021. I told you I had to be devil's process. advocate. Just so you're, just so we're I, clear, I, love it. I know we're winning, but that's not the, that's not the, the that's not what the show's called, right? It's it's how do right. we get the resistance to start listening, going aha, okay, we are winning. Let's do that. It, it's okay. in the news every day, right? The new evidence. So I was asked in early 2021 what happened, and it was like putting this massive puzzle together of all these different puzzle pieces, little chunks of evidence would come together one by one, right? And I said this would be a two-year investment investigation staff and we've had just average Americans doing FOIA requests and filing lawsuits throughout the country that have put the pieces of this puzzle together as to what happened with the fraud. So it's it's a two year long process. We're there. There's a ton of evidence. Dominion has had to you know admit uh, that its source code was bad. And that's important for people to know. The Williamston, Tennessee, that's on doublecheck.org. Uh, that is where the clerk noticed that the votes weren't being counted. So she called in the EAC. The EAC couldn't figure it out. So the EAC had to call in Dominion, the vendor, and trust the vendor to admit that it had bad source code that wasn't counting the votes. So where else was that happening, right? So Dominion says that it fixed the problem, but why are we trusting the vendors? We have clerks that we like and trust in our community that should be counting the votes. No question, no question. By the way, you can go to double-checked with an E-D, D-O-U-B-L-E-C-H-E-C-K-E-D dot O-R-G. Go to double-checked and you can see it's the second video on there as well. I got it. Can I chime in for a second, Joe? Yes. I'm frustrated with you. I'm, I'm equally frustrated. I feel the way you feel because we've been at this for two years and you're absolutely right. No, one's I don't feel this way. Hold on, hold on a second. Time out. I'm trying to be devil's advocate. I believe that, look, I'm in the gap every day. I'm like, ho-hum, let's go, let's go. I got my sword in one hand and a water bottle and a koozie in the other one. So, but that is what the people are saying. That's their, the frustration. Well, and I think they're, um, I think it's legitimate that they, because I'd be lying if I said I didn't feel that from time to time. I'm on an emotional roller coaster myself. But what comforts me and has bringing me strength is studying our history. 
right? I took, I mentioned the constitution class that I took and Karen and I have been hosting constitution classes ever since. And the more you understand about our history, that the Revolutionary War was eight years and that our founding fathers fought 11 years prior to signing the Declaration of Independence, trying to negotiate with King George, beating their head against a wall, doing essentially what we're doing right now and not getting anywhere. But it took them 20 years to earn their independence. And for me, that's encouraging to realize that this is a battle. It's a long game. It's not going to get fixed overnight. That's what enables me to keep going. And I try to share that message with everybody I come across and, and drag them along and encourage them too and say, we're in this together. We're not alone. And if we just don't get up, we'll win. That's how you win. You just don't quit. I agree. No and matter and what the other part of that, reading the Constitution and reading the Bible, because it's time to put on your armor of God and stand up and fight. Amen. All right, so we're out of time, but I want to give you guys a final word, so I'll kind of walk in, the, in order. Stephanie, I'll let you go first, and Tony, and then Tom, I'll let you wrap it up, and then I'm going to pray for all three of you, and I'm going to pray for the work that you're doing. So go ahead, Stephanie, you're up. Thank you, Joe. Uh, Tony's suit will be uh, posted on my social media tomorrow, as well as Tony's. Um, the Telegram pages, Stephanie Lambert, ESQ, and Tony, you can give yours, and there you can read uh, just some of the election evidence that Tony will be providing in this suit against Josh Shapiro. And we hope that you get out there and ask the clerks to do a hand count before certification on November 8th. Awesome. Tony. Yep. You can follow my organization is Audit the Vote PA. You can follow us on our website, AuditTheVotePA.com, or we are at AuditTheVotePA on all the social medias. I also have a Substack account where I've told my story, TonyShoop.Substack.com. I go by from mom to patriot on Substack. Okay, and that's T-O-N-I-S-H-U-P-P-E. Correct. That's T-O-N-I-S-H-U-P-P-E on Substack. And it's uh, AuditTheVotePA.com. Tom, you're up. Correct. So we get less than 14 or about 14 days or so before the election. It's not just about the election, but we have to get everybody out to vote in this most important election since the Civil War. No being too tired. There's no, I don't have enough time. There's no, uh, we're going to lose or I'm so upset or I'm afraid. It's time to stand up. We will lose our country. So just pray to God, talk to your family and get out there and work. Do something. Everybody can do something. And just we're hoping that a lot of people will listen to what we're saying and get involved and do this doublecheck.org, but there's always something else you can do. Watch the polls, call it, call your county parties. And it's both counties, that Democrats and Republicans, not about a partisan issue. It's about saving the Republic. So God bless everybody. And thank you for putting this out there. Absolutely. I got to tell you, you know, it, it, this is encouraging. I needed this today. I have been, we have a bunch of people that are coming on over the course of the week. We're going to start looking at what the CEO of Dominion said on the 60 minute deal. That was priceless, by the way. He, he basically lied. They had a chance to, to audit and edit it and everything else. And he lied. And people don't understand that we have built a depository and that information that they put out is priceless because now we can actually say Dominion definitively, first of all, this guy's a demon. Secondly, they're actually complicit in the behavior of stealing our elections. I'm not afraid. I have zero fear. I'll come at me. That's what. That's how I feel. Is come at me. This is an Ameri This is an American dream issue. Here, this poor kid from D.C. is able to have great success and opportunity in this country, and they want to steal that from not just white people or black people, but from all people, unless they decide that you actually get the golden ticket. That's that's fundamentally the the antithesis to what we are as a nation, and I just can't stand for it. I'm going to pray for you guys. Is that all right? Any, any opposition? Okay, here we go. <laughs> Father, <laughs> Father God, thank you for these three warriors. Thank you for the work that Stephanie and Tony and Tom are doing, both together, together and separately. Thank you for the organizational work that they're doing. Thank you for the stamina you've given them, the courage and the wisdom. Father, thank you for protecting them through this battle. I would, I would ask a special bold blessing that you bless and protect their families, their families' hearts and their minds. You allow them to have joy and peace, that they can feel joy and peace even in the middle of this very tough battle. Father, I would ask you to protect their children, put a hedge of protection around them, allow for them to have peace and joy, allow all of our children to have peace and joy as we go through and we fight this apparent evil 
in our society that this cancer that has infected our government and and literally created a a, a thirst for for money and power that is unquenchable father i would just ask you help us stomp it out i would ask you to give the judiciary the courage to stand up for what's right the conscience to have to follow what is right and to ignore that evil that may call them in the middle of the night and say hey you 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 need to dismiss this case. I just ask you, Father, to do miraculous things to make sure that we can root out corruption at every level. Father, please bless the work that these three are doing. Bless the work of their organization and the people that are standing shoulder to shoulder with them. Help us that we may unite, set aside petty differences, and truly get to the place where we can put all of our efforts forward towards our mission of restoring election, election integrity, restoring you, Father, to our communities to our families. Father, I ask for all of these things boldly while recognizing that it is your path and we are here to faithfully serve you. But I ask for all of these things and I thank you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. We will see you again. And uh, I want to thank you for the work that you're doing. You're, you show a courage, and I always say that courage is more infectious than fear, and you are showing people that, so I want to thank you for that. God bless you all. Good night. Thank you, Joe. All right. Thank you. You know, I pushed him pretty hard on the idea that we need to get in the gap because I truly believe that getting in the gap is not a violent thing, and it's not a partisan thing. It's an American thing. And when we walk past the ability to have accountability, when we walk past free and fair elections, what one side can use, the other side can use too. Only there are people, there are millions of Americans that have served this nation honorably, that are looking back and saying, I lost a brother, I lost a sister. I lost one of my fellow soldiers defending this nation, and now you're handing it over to those that would do harm to it. Those men and women, those are the men and women that are standing up and saying it very simply, where are you, America? Where are you? Why are you not standing up and representing the values that have given us the opportunity to be comfortable where we are today? The government apparatus has long told us who we should hate, who we should fear, what we should fear, what we should hold accountable Let's hold Russia accountable. Let's hold Iraq accountable. Let's hold Afghanistan, Libya. Let's hold them accountable. Let's hold Sudan accountable. While we interfere with the sovereignty of these nations. And I would ask you, what happened to holding ourselves accountable? What happened to the accountability that led to this nation to be one of the greatest countries on earth? I would so tell you that this cancer in our society has swallowed up the goodness, the innocence that our children should have. They should have the opportunity to feel. They should allowed, be allowed to be kids. It's swallowed up our opportunity for our children because they have perverted, destabilized, indoctrinated the very principles of the education values that are necessary for them to have opportunity in the future. So what happened to our voice? Why are we willing to let the few do the work of the many? Why are we willing to let Stephanie and Tom and Tony and myself and Mike Lindell and Steve Bannon and Dave Clements and Kanakoa? Why are we, why are we willing to let them do the hard work. And you sit by and watch as a spectator. This is not a spectator sport. And I'm not here to lecture you. But every day I feel like I tell you more and more, get in the fight. And the fight is not violent. The violence begets violence. But you have a voice and it is so powerful if you'll just use it. And it says, you may, to, to understand truth, you must also speak truth. Galatians 4.16 says, Am I the enemy because I tell you the truth? As they seek to cut out the tongue of those that speak truth, 
while letting the liars speak. That is why the left attacks us. They don't want truth to prevail. And they speak with a forked tongue. So I just, I want to give you the opportunity to step in that place, to speak the truth, to step out, to encourage your neighbors, encourage people around you and your family to get out and vote. And frankly, I don't care who you vote for. I have my pick and you have yours. But you make sure you vote. You make sure that you call in sick. And by the way, when they steal elections, and they will, you need to prepare people around you to stand up and have a voice. Many of you feel invincible or invisible. I know you do. And many times I go in and I talk to groups and they all put their hands up and say, yes, I feel invisible. But I'm telling you, you're not invisible. You're not. You're one of many. And God put you here for such a time as this to do the work that he needs you to do, to be a tool to restore him to every community and to our society, not just here in the United States, but around the world. So God bless you. I'll see you guys tomorrow at 10 a.m. I'm in your corner. I'm right next to you. Just make sure you do the hard work. I'll do the hard work. And at the end, we'll watch the fields as they bear amazing fruit. God bless you all. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the Daily Fax Blast, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.